Psuchum da flamet omarova hilchase da loch is as follows. Chumat bismanoi. Chumat om paisach, mixed with heter, pambamino ban shloibaminoi, whether the heter is its kind or not, usir bamashi. Keraf, who paskan so in the Gemurah earlier. Shloibismanoi. If the chumas is mixed with heter after paisach, pambamino ban shloibaminoi, it is always bitter. Kerab Shimon, who believes that chumat after paisach is not usir. Gemurah questions the last part of Rovah's psak. Imi omarova hocha, did Rovah really say that leftover chumat after paisach is mitter like Kerab Shimon? There is a knas for chumatz after Pesach. Because the owner was over, there is a knas to acid left over chumatz. The Mura answers The knas of Reb Shimon applies only to chumatz in its original form. When the chumatz is in the form of a mixture, Reb Shimon does not acid it at all. The Mura comments Rava, when he passes like Reb Shimon, follows his opinion elsewhere, where he says that chumatz of a goy over ulva Pesach is mitted because the knas doesn't apply. If Rava would hold like Rebida, the Isser of Chomets would apply even to that of a Goy. We were learning the Yeshiva of Nachman, when the seven days of Pesach was finished, and Chomets was now mitted, he would tell us, by the Chomets of the Gosha soldiers, even though they baked it a day earlier when it was still Pesach. We see clearly that he holds like Reb Shimon, that Chomets of a Goy after Pesach is mitted. A pot made from cheres used for chumatz must be broken when Pesach comes because of the chumatz flavors the pot contains which will mix into any food cooked with it. We ask for Amai, why does it need to be broken? Keep them until after Pesach. When the flavor contained is chumatz shaloi bismanoi. Prepare with them foods that are not of their kind which would not become usip by the chumatz flavors even according to Rav. He said in the Gemurah earlier, chumatz shaloi bismanoi is not usir with a mashihi. The Buddha answers, it's a gazaira. They may come to prepare with them food that is of its kind, which according to Rav, Bamino would be usir bamashihi. Therefore, we don't allow even shaloi bamino. Shminamar, a different opinion, loy shavri, that you don't need to break them. Keep them until after Pesach, when it's chumas shaloi bismanoi. Vulvad bihi, you can then prepare with them any food, ban bamino, ban shaloi bamino, because Shmil believes after Pesach, chumas shaloi bismanoi is mitted. When he says the pot doesn't need to be broken, it's consistent with his opinion elsewhere. He said to those who sell new pots after Pesach, Set the price of your pots in line with their true value. If you don't, I'll announce that old pots are meant after Pesach, like Reb Shimon's opinion, so people won't need to buy new pots from you. And when it asks, Even if the price for pots are not inflated, let him say the truth that old pots may be used. As we said before, this story took place in a city of Rav. Therefore, they had to follow Rav's opinion that the pot needs to be broken. But still, Shmil threatened to tell his own opinion to the people in order to force the vendors to keep their prices fair. There was an oven they grease with coating of animal fat before baking bread in it. The fat gave flavor to the bread, making it flashic. He asked eating that bread, even plain with salt. Always, even if you fire the oven again, that flavor will ruin future bread as well. A flashic bread is a problem in case you come to eat it with ketach, which is a dairy dip. The Buddha questions this ruling that all bread baked 
predict in the future with Esavon Atwasid as well. We may not need dough with milk. If you did, this milk like a bread is usir even to eat by itself. Because you might come to eat it with meat. You may not grease the bread oven with the fatty tail of a sheep. If you did, you may not eat fleshy bread until you fire up the oven to burn away the fat for future bread. Which is if you did fire the oven, bread then baked in it would be mitted because the meat flavor in the oven is removed through the firing. Who he asses the bread baked in such an oven always, even after the oven is fired up again. We ask, Now, based on this, he's been ogafreked, and we've demonstrated that the absorbed flavors can be removed from an oven through firing. Why do you need to break the pots? Would it not be enough to fire the pots to remove the chumas from them, as we learned in the Braise? What it answers to Terisim, Omalaihu Samtan Shamatechas. Rav interprets the Braise as referring to an oven made of metal. That is when firing helps. It does not help. Both refer to Cheres, but there's a difference. In the case of the oven, the firing up is done from the inside, which is effective. The pot is fired up from the outside and not effective. If you'll say a response, in the case of the pot, let the person fire up from the inside of the pot and remove the chumets in that way. The answer is, Rav doesn't allow this. He was concerned that you might not fire it from the inside because it often splits as a result and you'll rather do it from the outside, which is no good. Therefore, he doesn't trust you and doesn't allow firing up in a pot at all. What it therefore says, based on what we've learned, a case of a tile ring, its firing is done from the outside and bread made in it after it was once greased with fat would always be usir. But if he filled it with coals, firing it from the inside, shapardoma, future bread would be mitted. Muna discusses the alochas of various kailim that have absorbed chumats. Omalaira vinalaravasha. Hana sakina, these knives used for chumats, but pesrai chavdinali. What do we do with them on paisach? Omalaira vasha antelididi chavdade kuavdinon. We make new ones for paisach. Omalai, tenechmadi afshalai. That's fine for you who you can afford new knives. Tuliafshlamai, one who cannot afford, what should he do? Omalaira vasha said, Anuka enchadade kuamina. I didn't mean no, I meant like no. Kotaibatina, I wrapped the wooden handles in clay to protect them from fire. Ipazilaibanida, and then placed their iron blades in fire. I then remove the clay and dip the wooden handles in boiling water. One of those says, The aloha is knives do not need to be placed in fire at all. Rather, both the handles and the blades should be placed in boiling water in the main kaila where the water was boiled itself. A wooden mixing spoon, you can remove what it has absorbed through placing it in boiling water. Just as this wooden spoon absorbed through being in a clear edition, you remove what it absorbed through putting it in a clear edition again. They asked of Meraimer, Hannah Munna de Kenya, these klicheres that were used for chumat and were coated in lead. Can they be used on Pesach? Meaning, do the flavors enter only the metal coating from which they can be removed, or do they also penetrate into the Klicheres interior from which they cannot be removed? And we explain our question further. 
If the cheres is made of a green type, there is nothing to ask about. The vada asida, because it's highly absorbent. Kitaboyloch, the question is, when the cheres is made of black or white, which is not as absorbent, we're asking if it penetrates into the interior. Furthermore, when they have cracks, the vada asida, because it gets into the cheres. Kitaboyloch, the shiamai, when it's smooth. Omalahi replied, we see that even when it's coated in lead, they sweat, meaning the liquid you place inside these kailam appear on the exterior. Almabala clearly they absorb vasida because the Torah was mayat regarding klichiris It never leaves, and therefore there is nothing we can do with it. So we ask why is it different with regards to Yainesech, the Durash Maraimer, Munatakinya, these same Klicheras coated in lead containing Yainesech, Ban Ichma Ban Khibra Ban Yeroika, whether the Khiras is black, white, or green, Shura. Why these Kailamitl in the case of Yainesech, but not with regards to Khumat? Hitam, if you'll say Yainesech is the Rabunon, and Khumat is the Raisa, and therefore the Rabunon were more Michael with regards to Yainesech, but we know called the Tikan Rabunon and the Raisa Tikan. They always try and make the Gazaris the same. That wouldn't be a reason to be mechalek. But Ima answers, Omalai said to him, The usage of this kli used for chumats is with hot things, whereas the usage of this kli used for yanesach is with cold things, and that is why the lucha is different. All kalim that were used for chumats while cold, you can still use these kalim on paisach for non-chumats, with the exception of a sourdough holder, which cannot be used on paisach even though during the year it's used for cold things, because its chumat is intense, even when it's used for cold, it cannot be used on Paisach. Omravasha, a similar exception, which is a holder that contains chumat along with vinegar or similar sharp liquids, is the same as a sourdough holder, its chumat is intense as well and cannot be used on Paisach. Omarava, a similar halacha, in Mechizah, these bowls that were used for kneading, because they were used constantly to knead sourdough in them. In Mashbi Chamira, people keep the sourdough in them for longer periods. It's like a sourdough holder whose chumat is intense, and these mechiza bowls cannot be used on Paisach. Mura asks Pshita, these bowls and mechiza are a baisa'ur, there is no difference. Then Mura answers Mada Timer, I may have thought Kivan de Ravicha, because the kailam they used in mechiza, they were wide, shalat behiavira voloibala, the air circulates in them, and they don't absorb the chumat. Kumash Mlon, the Rav has to tell us that they also cannot be used on Paisach.